You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello and welcome to the Genuine Wrestle Boys podcast. I'm Derek. I'm Eastside. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. Um, and we will start out by thanking everyone who listened to us last week. Um, that's really cool. Um, we appreciate it, and we love you. Oster wants to kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> no, <laughs> only if only you're mom. his mom. Oh yeah, my mom. My thing for moms is over. Thanks, Mama Oster. <laughs> She's great. She's a great, wonderful person. And so, um, even though our real first episode got lost in the abyss slash Joseph Park TNA joke, um, we're gonna kind of go through and introduce ourselves. Um, now, just because you got a week to listen to us, and that was our initial first podcast, and so let's go ahead and start off with Matt. Matt, how did you get into wrestling? How long have you been a fan? Uh, ever since I can remember. It's always been on at my house. My older brother was very, very much into professional wrestling, uh, so my little brother and I were just following suit. Uh, we just watch all the pay-per-views. All his buddies would come over during the pay-per-views, and we'd watch them. And I don't know, I just followed through. I loved... Goldberg. I remember I wasn't allowed to watch WWF. I was a WCW. My parents were like, "We'll let you watch it, but only some of it." Kind of thing. So I had my my favorite. How did they make the distinction? I know Attitude Era. I guess I don't okay. know. <laughs> Can't watch that stuff. But I still was like Sables out there naked. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But I saw it. They didn't. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> but uh, I was a Goldberg. Loved him. Got the to internet meet. was a thing. Sorry. <laughs> I got to meet him at a, a car lot, Ooh, uh, like a, a pro, at a promotional event at some car dealership. That's rad. <laughs> there was a, a famous Olympic skier too, and I don't remember her name. Peekaboo Street. No, was she was from it? here? I don't. I, have no, I don't know. Are you sure it was a Peekaboo Street? I don't think it was Peekaboo Street. Because <laughs> she was a skier, Olympic skier. No, I know. Here. I know. I know. I know her, and there was another one that I was trying to. Figure out who it was, but I don't want to be wrong. If so, if it's probably information on the internet. Thank you for joining us at Genuine Ski Boys. <laughs> this is uh, a sidecast. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rey Mysterio Jr., Mick Foley were my idols in that way growing up, and I followed it pretty closely throughout high school until uh, about 2008 or nine, and I kind of just lost interest for a while until about last year. So I'm kind of getting back into it in the swing of everything. Yeah, very much. I've always loved professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, how about you? Yeah. Um, so I got into wrestling probably like 2001, like a little bit, and then a ton in like 2002. Um, I don't remember why specifically I remember seeing a match with the Hardys in it like that's the earliest wrestling memory it was their jeans yeah I jinko for life for sure um oh yeah but um I got really really into it um like 2002 like especially Smackdown at first in that era that's Smackdown 6 yeah and like Brock Lesnar was champ and his whole feud with Kurt Angle was like what like really like sucked me into it and then um also like <laughs> the cruiserweights on smackdown at that time is like at that time eddie and chavo guerrero were both in cruiserweight division and then like um ray mysterio especially and like i really gravitated towards that as well and um then i watched for a few years like solid and it was all in secret because i like 100 percent was not allowed to watch wrestling and then got into raw like during that time too and um uh then just kind of fell off because i got busy in high school and like played four sports a year and didn't like john cena being champ and thought the spinner belt was dumb so like (laughs) i just stopped watching at some point around there so like i didn't watch for very long um and then was always kind of like paid a little bit of attention and then um really got back into it last like last year actually around like wrestlemania 32 um for whatever reason, even though that's like a really dumb WrestleMania, I just like saw something about the women's match being really awesome and just watched that and then kind of slowly started getting back into it um, from there. 
Um, yeah, it's like my all-time favorite for sure, though, is like Kurt Angle. Um, that whole 2002 run was like just still the best and like the like closest thing in my like heart as a wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine will be a lot shorter. Uh, my introduction to wrestling was I was at my neighbor's house and there was someone with gold dust making someone else strip. And I was like, I don't like this. Jesus doesn't like this. I got to go. <laughs> so, um, How did you know Jesus didn't like it? Because um, one of Goldust Angles in the 90s was a born-again Christian. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he was... That's They were stripping for the Lord. Well, like, okay, so no, because he was like like a homophobic trope, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. So how do you get even more heat on him is make him... A born again even, Christian, an evangelical Christian <laughs> that would pray. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> that sorry, that, that was a wild up. time. Um, nineties are wild. That was the so, wild west of professional wrestling in the nineties. Then I met my fellow wrestle boy Isai. Hello. And I knew him for a few years. Sir Frank. And then he made me uh, watch the Bret Hart documentary, and that spoke to my heart because Bret Hart is the best heart. Of all the hearts. He's not the king of hearts, I was Owen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I started watching. I remember one day I was, like, on Facebook watching WrestleMania with Issa, and the whole time I was like, wrestling's dumb, wrestling's dumb. And then CM Punk comes out, I was like, wrestling's tight. <laughs> so, Kill Switch and Gage is cool. <laughs> they, they riff. They riff. Um, so I would say my favorite wrestlers were CM Punk, uh, Bret Hart. Those are probably my two favorites, even though I know a little about Bret Hart and I know a lot about CM Punk. Um, yeah, and now I just, I've watched more wrestling this week than I probably have in <laughs> yeah. like years. And it's because of this podcast and I enjoy it. I like wrestling and I'm not afraid to admit it anymore. I'm glad you're willing to admit that you like wrestling on this wrestling podcast. <laughs> yes, it's a good place to do it. It's a good ever. start, I guess. It's my, it was my guilty pleasure, and now it's just... That was like two now weeks it's just ago. Your, now it's just, now pleasure. just my pleasure. It's just your pleasure. Nice. My weekly pleasure. <laughs> Daily for me. <laughs> um, so, so also, I think I kept you into wrestling because I would always just invite you over for big pay-per-views. Yeah, it's like fun to hang out with the boys mm-hmm. and gals if they show up. Yeah, just fun to hang out with friends. Yeah. Cold ones open with them. Yeah. With, with the boys. Except it was always Mountain Dew for me, down to the X until 25. There it is. All right. CM Punk. So, um, my foray into wrestling started before I couldn't really, like, remember anything. I, um, I had, like, Hulk Hogan pajamas. I was super into The Ultimate Warrior. It's just something that I always remember being on. I was, like, five years old or four years old, and I have vivid memories of being at the, what is now called the Taco Bell Arena which was at the time like the Boy State Pavilion and I saw Randy Savage versus Ric Flair oh wow and I saw Ric Flair's butt nice (laughs) they did the whole corner spot pulled down the truck schoolboy. (laughs) I saw Undertaker I saw Virgil I saw Nails a lot of those names don't make sense with the others (laughs) whose butts did you see besides Ric Flair did you see Nails' butt didn't see Nails' butt because he had the orange jumpsuit dang and so I was just a big fan all through the 90s, pretty much. I I think I'm one of the few that, like, I'm way more nostalgic over the, what's well, called, like, the new generation era. It's like the Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, Owen Hart, Diesel, um, Shawn Michaels era before the Attitude Era. Because that was, like, when I was, like, a little kid and I was, like, developing a lot of, like, what my tastes were. And that was just super cool to me. It just seemed awesome. I loved Bret Hart. He was my favorite. He was the hero. I also love Taker and Razor Ramon because Razor Ramon's like a good guy that had a little little bit of an edge. Oh like, yeah, a Razor. Just call Razor Ramon a good guy when his gimmick was the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was like a toothpick, toothpick in the mouth, kind of like smooth talking, <laughs> crazy hair. Called the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but he was a good guy. He was a, a baby face, if you will. Um, obviously, watched through the Attitude Era. Fell out um, right around the invasion for about six months and then I saw that the NWO was coming back to um, the rest to WWE or WF at the time and I'm like I gotta check this out so I started watching again at like 18 WrestleMania 18 watched pretty continuously until probably about 2008 
And then I kind of was fading a little bit, and then I found one of my friends, Brady, also liked wrestling. So then we both started watching together, and here we are today. <laughs> I watched, I think we calculated about seven hours of wrestling at least like a Almost week. a full shift. Almost a full <laughs> shift of work that I watched God, wrestling. That would be a good work shift. Oh, if I, get if paid I got to watch paid to watch wrestling for eight hours, I would watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> I hope nobody that I work with is listening to your old company, by the way. This wasn't the current company <laughs> I worked for. Uh, previous company, I may have watched some events on uh, well, getting paid. For, for another company, not the one I work with. I'm model employee. Um, <laughs> the best. Yeah. Um, I watch a ton of wrestling. I love shoot interviews. And if you don't know what they are, you just need to find out. Because you will waste hours of your life. That's a YouTube thing? It could be YouTube, uh, it could be RF video, it could be high spots, it could be you shoot. It's just a whole new world. Shoot interviews, find them. Find them. Watch Best Friends with Chuck and Trent. Watch Officer and Gentleman with Dan Barry and Chuck Taylor. Watch Developmentally Speaking. Watch <laughs> you shoot. Just watch just shoot interviews. Find Kevin Nash ones where he's eating pasta and doesn't care. It's great. <laughs> nice. Watch Cornette interviews because he's the angriest person. Just any of them. But yeah. I think I'm probably the most immersed in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I legitimately met my girlfriend through a wrestling group. Yep. That's sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, most of my wardrobe is wrestling gear. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you wear a band shirt in three years. I had a code orange shirt. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it in three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a couple other shirts that I'll wear like intermittently. Or, like, plain shirts, but, like, I'm wearing a, a custom Daniel Bryan shirt that I got from my group. Damn. Like, yeah, I'm wearing a suplex wrestling hat. This is my life now, guys. <laughs> to be to be fair, I'm the only one not wearing a wrestling shirt right now. I put on my wrestling true. shirt just to do this audio. <laughs> I'm still debating which one I'm going to buy first. It's, Pro it's Wrestling Tees. It's a big, it's a big, you know, it's a big decision. You can get some real get good deals on, on uh, Enzo and Cash shirts right now. They're they're marked down a little Ooh, bit. I do want. Ooh, dude, gonna, they are actually they are legitimately marked down. <laughs> so Man, there you go. Sad. We'll talk about that later. Um, so we're gonna go into throwback to when Isai said babyface. We're gonna talk about some wrestling terminology because not everyone's a giant wrestling fan. Um, not everybody's a fucking mark. That's one of them. Um, I only know most of these terms from listening to my friends and wrestling podcasts. I listen to one wrestling podcast, I'm not going to lie. Mars. I don't want to tell you how many I listen to. Uh, I've already told the group, and it's embarrassing. (laughs) I'm just going to say I spend like $40 a month on wrestling subscriptions, guys. Damn. That's that's cool. that's like doable. That's yeah. not an unreasonable amount of money to spend on something that they're all separate. It's like four different ones. Yeah, so nice. So yeah, yeah. So suck it. <laughs> but the young buck saying it, not DX. Oh, okay. So we're gonna let's just go down this list. What's a face? Good guy. He's the hero. What's a heel? Bad guy. Bad guy. He's the villain. What is kayfabe? Um, it is the. The fiction, the suspension of disbelief required um, for storylines to work, basically. It's the, like, the story that's being told, like, versus reality. Like that The Undertaker isn't really dead. No, he is. You have to, you have to believe that he's actually dead. That's kayfabe. He is dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's, he's a dead man. Yeah, he was a they biker, but then he died. They can't again. just call someone the dead man. Yeah, he was dead, and then he was a biker, and then he was dead. Yeah. Um, what is a work? That's like kind of every, like them living in that world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like working somebody could either be like a work, it means it's fake, it's part of the story. <clears throat> no, it's just part of the storyline. It's yeah, a work. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a fucking work. What's a shoot? That's the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you'll see them get into like the backstage stuff or like something real will happen or if it's in the ring, that's when they will actually legitimately strike each other to cause pain. Okay. How often does that happen anymore? In the ring? Yeah. Every now and then. Like, I know, like, when they do, they get in, like, the chop battles where they're chopping each other's chests, it seems like a big, like, 
Usually, it seems like a lot. Real. I feel like they can take that. But yeah, yeah it's right. Like it's more of like a game. That, like, yeah. oh, we're gonna hit each other Shops, real hard. Shops like are meant to sound loud and like hurt a bit, but they're not like. Yeah. They're like showy. Like, you'll see people shoot on each other every now and then. Um, you'll see it in matches because <laughs> mostly breaks, in Japan, it it breaks down really fast. Mm, like, there's really good example of how, like. <clears throat> Obvious it is when it, a match breaks down into a shoot. If you look up uh, uh, Giant Baba versus Anoki, um, uh, it's um, or the Great Antonio versus. Antonio that's what Anoki. it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really bad. Basically, like they uh, what was his name? Again? The Great Antonio was yeah. a big giant guy from Montreal who could pull things with his hair. Yeah, and he just stopped, uh, like, uh, he stopped, like, selling. with. Yeah, he stopped working with Anoki, who's, like, the greatest Japanese wrestler of all time. Like, fought Muhammad Ali in a real fight. Like, in a shoot fight. Um, he just stopped, uh, like, acting like Anoki was actually, like, doing any moves to him. So then Anoki just started kicking him in the head. And the match was not, like... They, they stopped it. They stopped it very minute. quickly after that because... They took it, him down, wouldn't let him get up, and just kicked him in the face repeatedly. Yeah. Oh. It's very obvious when it stops Leave working. Him alone. No, he kind of deserved it. Yeah, oh, okay. he did deserve it. And it's a Noki. Like, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> you, you, you disrespected, like, one of the, like, big legends in Japanese wrestling in Japan. Damn. You kind of know what you're getting into at that <laughs> point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn my hand at this. A jobber... Like our own Zach Evans here, yes. is someone who's just on to get beat up. Is that close? Yeah, I mean, he's just the guy that um, does the job. He's the guy that's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Doing the job means you're losing. Okay. And that's usually his role in the company. That, like, sometimes it pays to be a jobber. I mean, you're going to have, especially if there's you're somebody that they want to work with, where other people are like, hey, this guy can make me look really good. Mm-hmm. You have a job for life. Yeah, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Brawler made an entire career out of that, mm-hmm. basically. Or, like, Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Like, there's a bunch of people. Come on, you got, why do you got to bring Duke the Dumpster Drozzy? <laughs> <laughs> um, what does um, getting put over or putting someone over, or what does that mean? So that the, terminology. The, the, if someone's over, that means the fans love them, right? Like, the, is that it? Like, the... That's from my understanding that the the point is to try to get the fans behind superstars to put them over. That's what I thought. Yeah, so putting somebody over means usually like you're you're letting you're either if it's on like a uh, uh, interview or something, that means like I'm talking here and I'm saying, Oh, she's a great guy, he's valiant, he's gonna fight till the end. I'm putting him over in my interview. Put somebody over in the ring is you let them win. Yeah, that's so like make them John Cena losing so the other person looks good, right? Yes. Okay. Um, getting over is a process of getting accepted by the fans okay. or getting rejected if you're a heel. So this is a weird question. Roman Reigns is over but he's not over with the fans. Roman Reigns gets put over every week but he's not over with the fans. Okay. Uh, and it's a you might long, be over with the fans. It's a long, <laughs> long story as to why. There's many different reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you, oh, yeah. I mean, there could literally be a weekly podcast about <laughs> Roman Reigns and the reaction he gets from the crowd. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw in some examples here and there. Um, Isai used this. Oh, wait, no. Promo. What's a promo? Uh, a couple different things. Usually it's just like an interview, like an in-ring segment where the guy talks. Okay. Or like backstage or... Whatever. Something that breaks up the matches. Or, Mm -hmm. actually, it's also used in, like, wrestlers use this as, like, cutting a promo on somebody. It's, like, like when, like, somebody, let's say, is, like, backstage and, like, this is, like, behind the scenes, camera's off, means, like, they're yelling at him. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm really going to cut a promo on Zach because he wore his Southpaw Regional Wrestling shirt (laughs) today. Like a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's What's a booking? A booking? Yeah. Is that just the writing? Um... Kind of means a few different things. Like to get a booking means like you got booked for that date if you're a wrestler. Okay. Um, or booking could be like what they're doing in that day. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, what um, Issa used this in her text group, and I had no idea what it means. What's green mean? Um, like green horn, like um, just inexperienced, like, and. You can even be, like, somewhat green and have, like, some ex- level of experience, but it's still, like, you're not polished in the ring. You need a lot. You need work. Like, you need to get and, like, improve what you're doing in the ring, basically. Okay. Uh, what is gassed? 
I mean, that's a pretty normal term, but what in, in, when wrestling, what is it? Two things. So gas could be that you're just tired, just real gas out, or gas means he's on the juice. He's on the steroids. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So he's drinking that ginger juice, <laughs> allegedly. I was going to say, is, is, is the, are there any Reuters right now? And, yeah. There's always people that try to beat this test. Um, but, I mean, like I said, allegedly, when you have acne at 35 years old <laughs> on your back and you just gain 40 pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. Um, what's a what's a bump? Just getting hit, right? Taking a bump. Yeah, that I mean, it's kind of hard to explain a little bit. Like, I mean, yeah, taking a move from another wrestler is an example. You know, mm-hmm. like if you get power bombed, you're the one taking the bump, or like get thrown out of the ring. Like, there's a lot of different ways it can happen, but it basically means like take like being on the receiving end of offense of some kind. Okay. And it usually is something, well, I guess it all Usually it's like falling to the ground. It all probably Mm. hurts, so never mind. Um, I wrote carry down, and I don't know why. Carry? Oh, carry the match. What's that? Usually it's like when a veteran wrestler or somebody's really good is in there with somebody that's maybe green or just not as good. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're the ones that are carrying the match. So, like, let's say a Cesaro. That guy can carry many people to good matches. Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan could carry... Many people the good matches. Right now, AJ Styles is probably... Mm-hmm. AJ Styles can carry. So he can elevate the people he's with by work, like by them working yeah. with him, they're going to get elevated. So okay. carry. Um, what's a house show? Non-televised wrestling show. It's also where I spent a lot of my teenage years. Um, what's a double turn? Um, good guy turns bad, bad guy turns good, same match. WrestleMania 13, I quit match. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Has that, you, you used examples earlier, but that does that happen a lot? Or no, is it like rare and it's, it's actually, like a big deal? It's actually kind of hard to do. Okay. Because everything has to be right. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, Money in the Bank, I want to say 2012, Dolph Ziggler versus Alberto Del Rio. Del Rio just wasn't clicking as a uh, good guy. Fans just weren't getting behind him that much. They didn't give him much story-wise to get behind him. So it was what it was. And Dolph Ziggler, people just really wanted to cheer him. He'd been busting his ass. Uh, he'd won money in the bank. He had cashed it in. And they did a double turn in that match by Del Rio not even breaking the rules, just beating the shit out of Ziggler and kicking him in the head when Ziggler had been out with a concussion and just repeatedly giving him super kick after super kick. And just, like... Dolph Ziggler never giving up, it made it so people wanted to cheer him. They're like, damn, he has fighting spirit. And they're like, damn, Del Rio's an asshole because he keeps kicking this guy in the face. Okay. Um, what is heat? Um, heat is booze from the audience. Okay. Or heat can also be backstage. They people Somebody doesn't like them. Or they have a bunch of negative stuff backstage. Okay. And also, just with like a lot of these terms, I mean, they probably have some other meanings too. Mm-hmm. With like the actual like wrestling, only reason I know these is because I've watched wrestling for a long time, and then just like when I was a kid, I just looked up anything I could about wrestling. Yeah. I tried to be like, hey, I know these terms. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, not saying we're in the business at all. What What's a finish? A finish, the mm-hmm. end of the match. Okay. And but isn't that or, also their move? Like their, their move. finisher? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And like a lot of times, like if you're someone talking about like the finish, it's like the sequence that like leads into the end of the match. Like it's like yeah, the last sort of chain of really cool things that like, led to the duck tube, duck the stunner. <laughs> We're gonna spin you around, miss a super kick stunner. One, two, three. WrestleMania fourteen. What's up? Jeez, <laughs> um, that's like knowing the issues of comic books. You're such a fucking Except nerd. more, more like I'm knowing. I'm a fucking Mark. More like knowing the individual panels of individual <laughs> issues of comic books. Yeah. God. Um, okay. Uh, I lost my spot. Oh, a gimmick. I learned something new about gimmicks today. It came from the carny world, but from the wrestling. A lot world. of actual of wrestling terms and everything comes from carnies, mm-hmm. and they'll actually the like they used to speak in carny. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I like. Heard Shane or Stephanie McMahon, I don't remember which one, talking about like learning Carney as a kid from like the people who would babysit them. Like, huh. because like that's the world that the McMahons come from. Like, Carnies? Yeah, like babysitting the Carnies? Wrestling like, was started at carnivals. Yeah. And I guess that makes total sense. And so they would talk in Carney code. 
to be able to do it. So just like saying, hey, pass me that beer. Hey, can you possess me that bazir? So they wouldn't necessarily get the full thing. Yeah. So that's, they could work everybody without. That's where like the phrase Mark comes from because it's a con, like it's a con man saying like, that person's a mark to get that's conned like out of the target. money. Yeah. yeah, that's my target. That's like where a lot of this stuff originally come from. Comes from. Okay, so what's a what's a gimmick in the wrestling world? Gimmick is their character usually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can also mean just merch. Um, it can also mean drugs. Yeah, it can. Oh. It can also be an adjective saying like a gimmicked table is a table that's meant to break. Um, it can mean so many different things. Yeah, it, it's just a lot of different things. Um, but most commonly, it definitely is like referring to, like what the person's like the character characters. Like, what's the okay. hook of their character? Like, oh, that person is a truck driver character. Okay, like, sets being, them apart from being a truck movie. driver is like their gimmick. Like, who's a truck driver? I, I was literally like trying to think of Sylvester Stallone in Over, over the, the Top. top. Oh, I was gonna say Hacksaw Jim. Damn, that movie's good. Watch Over the Top if you have it. I love that movie. Sorry. Great movie. Sorry. Um, so here's another example of a great gimmick. Um, Fantasia is my favorite gimmick. Of uh, uh, my magician guy? <laughs> yeah, he was so cool. You can cut that out. You know, Dan um, wrestled one match I know. ever on TV. It's the greatest. Um, yeah, that's all I had for terminology. Um, so let's... I don't think we actually said Mark through that whole thing. You explained it! I kind of did. I like, said I'm a fucking Mark. Yeah, but like... Okay, well... But we didn't really explain, explain it in is. wrestling. Explain what a Mark is in wrestling. Uh, a Mark is... Well, because there's also Smart, Smart Fan. That's all actually really important things that we should cover. Okay. Um, a Mark is someone who, like, falls for kayfabe, basically. Okay. It's a person who said, like believes in it like they believe in what's going on yeah. they believe in fairness so like a little kid that like actually believes that John Cena is the superhero that he's portrayed on TV the doctor the um, he is I mean, the he, doctor he, he is, yes he is I've seen his PhD. He PhD so we're all marks for him yeah. he, he, he has a uh, a degree in no class. I know yeah. he's being disrespectful to my Dr. Cena Dr. Cena <laughs> uh, I've I've watched Total Bell. Is I get to be disrespectful to John Cena for wasting that time of my life? Okay, before we get into this, um, after, well, I think it was NXT, I was just like, the network was just playing, and I was just like kind of laying there, not paying attention. I watched the whole episode of Total Bellas. That show is awful. Really? That is so bad. I told you guys my spine fell out. Like, <laughs> it's so awkward and bad to watch. But anyways, Marks, yeah, they believe in K, like, they believe the kayfabe is real. Which, the opposite of that is a smart fan, which is someone who knows everything that's going on backstage, or, like, they feel like they do. They, like, under stand that it's all like a work they you usually smarky fans because even myself as a somebody who considers themselves like i know a bit about wrestling but i mean i scratched the surface on it they try to like tell wrestlers and people in the business like what it is yeah then you are the most knowledgeable person on wrestling <laughs> <laughs> but i don't, I don't try to pretend like i'm like you're not you're not like a jaded wrestling fan you're not like a dick uh, you still enjoy it if you look at my time hop it says otherwise guys but, but like i mean yeah smart fans will like walk up to a wrestler and like oh why'd you do that match this way yeah, like, like oh you guys just finished was flat when they don't understand, oh. like, the, they've never been in the ring a day. Like Roman Reigns is the like, worst wrestler in the history of the world. Like, actually, Roman Reigns is pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. They used to put in a very bad position yeah. and yeah. also given horrible lines, and he needs to be a bad guy because it makes sense. Yeah. So the in-between of that is <laughs> is a smart fan, which is, like, the tr somewhat, like, happy balance of the two where you're, like, you suspend your disbelief to like enjoy the product that you're watching mm -hmm. and you can get swept up in like heel and face dynamic and stuff like that even though you know it's not like sometimes you cry yeah like and but you also like understand what's going on in the back a little bit like you know 
you know like what they're trying to do with you the read writing. Dave yeah, you read stuff online. Like that's the in between. Like that's you enjoy it for what it is, but you also are maybe intrigued by stuff that goes on in the back. Yeah. Okay. Which is me. I'd say that anyone recording a wrestling podcast is probably leaning towards being a smart. Like <laughs> okay, come on. That's kind of the whole like <laughs> Whole yeah. thing with podcasting. Yeah. You like to yeah. get yeah. into it. Out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about this week in wrestling. Um, did anything of note happen, or are we just going to talk about what I want to talk about? Um, t- well, this week, um, tomorrow, which is July first, uh, we're recording this on the thirtieth. Um, G one in the U S. is going to be on Access TV. So I'm really excited that next week we can talk about that. Yeah. Because the G1 Climax Tournament in New Japan is awesome last year. Kenny Omega won. First American wrestler to win that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Canadian, but... Well, well I mean, first non-Canadian, right? <laughs> Canadian. I'm dumb. He's the first non-Japanese wrestler to win it. There it is. Gaijin. Okay. The first Gaijin. And, of course, in, in the WWE world, we have the one of the most beloved tag team partnerships falling apart at our feet, which is Enzo and Big Cass. R.I.P. Okay. Here's a little history. Oh my god. I love Enzo and Big Cass. They're not good. They're not good wrestlers. But they are Enzo Amore is Cass is a certified G and a He's bona fide a certified stud. G, a bona fide stud. He is one of my favorite. I just want to know, like, if you can't teach that, how are you certified? How do you get a certification if you can't teach it? Because that means there's probably a class and a certificate. He's the first. But the, he's the, the chicken, or is he the egg? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if we should talk about chickens with anything. <laughs> There's a he commercial where he wants to have sex with. Yeah, like, is he chicken. ever gonna fuck the chicken now? You see, my Georgia, she deserves a man who carries himself with a certain southern charm, a man who can appreciate how sweet and sassy she is. Someone who loves a crispy, dangy, honey mustard barbecue flavor. Wait, you're talking about chicken, aren't you? Yeah. No. Not anymore, because uh-huh. he's too sad. Um, but so no, did you see there, the tears rolling down his he, eyeballs? He, he, if there's a certification process for it, mm-hmm. then it means you probably can teach it. There's probably a class or a course. Maybe it's in community college. Who knows? It's true. But I think he he's the, he's the originator of being a certified G. Well, then how was the certification process? He made it himself. But then it's not a true certification. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah, it's in the school. <laughs> I mean, I can say that I'm a certified spicy boy, but until <laughs> until there's actually a class, which I I've haven't taken, seen your qualification. Are you certified on spicyboy.com? I am certified spicy boy. Then you are. Yeah, but I'm not saying that, like, I made this up. Oh, but okay. Enzo is a certified G. I mean, we can all assume, but agree. It, it's, but I'm not saying you can't teach being a spicy boy. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, I love Enzo and Big Cass. They were, I don't watch, I didn't watch a ton of tag team stuff. I don't know much about it. They were the most believable friends I've ever seen. Um, Cass turned on Enzo. And then this week, he pretended to come back. And it was so believable. This guy fell like, for it right here. I, I did too. I fell for except, it. Except Isai told me. But I was watching it and I believed it again. And I was watching it and then he, he they're friends again. And Enzo's crying. He's like, I'm not going to let this stop us from becoming the WWE Tag Team Champions. It was like Emmy. Emmy nominatable. the best promo Enzo has ever done. Also, last week's was the best promo I've ever seen Kaz done. He proved he can be good on a mic. So... Um. Well, he's up against Enzo, who's really good on the mic, and that's yeah. all he really has to offer. Yeah, he's not a big see what wrestler. Cass can do going forward, but it was a decent promo. Yeah. So I watching Enzo cry made me tear up. Shout out to my friend Maria. She loves Enzo and Big Cass. That's about it when it comes to wrestling. She teared up. Um, and yeah, so they're not together anymore. I don't know what the future of Enzo Amore is, but I... Getting thrown down a ramp. Cause yeah. I, I, I'd watch that every week. I mean... But how <laughs> sick would it be if Enzo beat the shit out of Big Cass? And that, or no, that, it would be cool, but that won't happen. I don't think he of could Of course hurt, it's not going to happen. I don't yeah, think he could hurt his friend. No, but how cool would that be? And that would also be so harmful to Big Cass. Like, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Be the seven-foot-tall monster just, and then have this little rodent man. He but does like, a good job of making him. me hate if him now. Enzo is going to be worse than James Ellsworth, I'm going to be 
fucking pissed. They should just kill James Ellsworth and make Enzo the new Ellsworth probably has a better super kick than Enzo. Ellsworth is honestly better in the ring than Enzo. <laughs> yeah, he's a really he's a solid Stop worker. Stop being mean to my friend. I'm yeah. just saying, uh, like, if, if you've watched those random matches where for some reason Enzo got the hot tag, <laughs> which means like the good guys are getting beat up and then the they finally get a tag out in a tag match and like the other fresh good guy comes in and like wipes the floor with the bad guys. He would get a hot tag and it was horrible. It was, yeah, it was not good. He's just not good. He's great at getting ragdolled. Yeah. He's almost and died because of it. And yeah. that's the thing. I will admit, he's not a good wrestler, but he's he's so good on the mic. He could be a hell of like, a manager. For in my eyes, team. it's CM Punk, it's Paul Heyman, it's Enzo Amore. <laughs> I mean, he's solid. <laughs> I leaned away from you, Sai. Do you know what else this week that was not at all wrestling related, but in the ring was the whole ball family and the big ball <laughs> brand? Like, <laughs> weird so Miss TV. Yeah, I'm way out of that. I know nothing. I just know that guy sucks. Don't, don't, don't go out of your way. I know it sounds a Laker. Uh-huh. That's, that's all I know. The second pick in the NBA draft like, and he, a few weeks ago. In front of his youngest son said Big Baller's greatest son, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball came out. His other son's sitting right there. Well, he hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> He's a kid. He had braces. Yeah, well... Yeah, also, I was like, "Well, that's cold." Bad language made WWE. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they had to scramble. It was live, that. right? It was live. In, I know. I didn't get that on the Hulu edit. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, they cut it. Um, one of the ball sons said the N word twice into a live mic on live TV. Oh my so god! What's better than when Vince said it? It's much better <laughs> than when Vince McMahon said it. Um, they cut that segment short, and all the reports were saying that they were supposed to be out there for the next tag match. And they were not like the they, ball the ball's family is supposed to be out there, and then they. But just WWE died. got what they wanted, which is best. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they didn't get any additional ratings. That's good because it, but they don't need to bring it back. No, they don't. It was no, really no, bad. No. His arm dancing while he was running was really great. Um, not, but not, nothing else was good. Not, not awful going up against one of, my, on one of my favorite things that happened with that segment, though, is when Dean Ambrose comes out, he just said, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. He said, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you could tell he was not supposed to come out right then, and they were just like, please go save he this. He was just like, laughing. He was, he was out there to send a me- like to get a message to someone else to try to get that segment back cut. on track and yeah. cut, like, because it was rough. <laughs> It was, yeah. yeah, one of the most confusing segments I've seen. <laughs> really on weird. WWE TV in a while. See, and NXT was cool. It was just what it was. Uh, I've never seen the Velveteen Dream before, and that was the first time I'd actually high. caught an episode that he was on. Like, I've seen stuff with him. I saw his debut live. Really? I did not realize he's that big of a person. Hololoon's also tiny. Yeah, Hololoon's tiny, but he's like a big dude. I was tell- I was, I was texting somebody and I said, Hololoon looks like they're 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Legitimately does, yeah. Oh, very sexual man, and wrestles very <laughs> sexually. Ho-ho-loon. Oh, I'm Ho-ho-loon. a sexual man. Are you saying Ho Ho Loon's really? Sexy? Oh no, no. I mean, probably. <laughs> but no one looks as sexy compared to the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I so mean, well, like, like literally humps like the person's face to pin them. Like nice. also, so they I call the um, his finish the Purple Rainmaker. Oh. Which I thought was okay. hilarious. Yeah. I need to watch this guy. It's not oh, only yeah. a color first match of the night. But it's also ripping off uh, Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, it's ripping off two different sources <laughs> at once. <laughs> and when you can rip off multiple things at once, that's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Also, Mauro Ronaldo and Nigel McGinnis together are great. Yes, absolutely. Like I mentioned it a little bit in that like overly long intro I recorded for the first episode, but Mauro being back is. Really great, like Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. (laughs) (laughs) So another really cool thing that happened is there are four wrestling shows, three that I watch, WWE shows. Um, I don't watch them. Why did I say that? Um, But there's there's Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. The Uh, main SmackDown Live, SmackDown Live, and two and then two Two of five five live. But the three that I watch. Poison Derek? Let's take a breath. <laughs> um, so the three that I watched, the main event were all women's matches. Um, they were all entertaining women's matches. Some were sicker than others. You didn't like you didn't like the raw one. Let's get right into it. Are we gonna start with the raw? Let's I mean raw. it's the one that started the week. It is sense. it is the one I that has like the least amount of notes. Order, so. so this is 
All my notes say is Nia Jax is a bully. Um, <laughs> she annoyed me, and I'm so glad Sasha won. So here's what I have to say about Nia Jax. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying I think what she's doing for women is really cool, showing that you don't have to be like most girls. Um, and do shifty act? <laughs> to be a wrestler. Like, she's, I mean, I've seen some things, like, she's all about body positivity, and that's dope. Yeah, we should mention that Nia Jax is just... She's just, she's the woman rock. Yeah, she's just like the... The <laughs> Rock's cousin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's the Rock's cousin. Um, she's a scary one that no one can beat. Yeah, and she's, she's intimidating, she's scary, but she's not, I don't think she's good. Um, I didn't think any of those matches were fair. Um, I I didn't take notes because I was so irritated. But Sasha Banks came out and won, so I got stuff. I thought that hands. was cool. I thought yeah. Sasha, the way Sasha won with that uh, submission hold was pretty mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, yeah, I really like her like not being able to do the. It would have been cool statement. if she did what Stone Cold did and didn't tap. Yeah, I would have liked I, Nia a lot more. If I would have liked just not. Nia went to sleep and yeah. Yeah, yeah. tapping, but. At the same time, like, she had just faced the entire rest of yeah, the roster, so, like... But ooh. barely! She just picked him up and threw him down! I think so they did a good job making her look like a, a beast. They, they did this on SmackDown a while back with the tag team division, and literally in one pay-per-view, American Alpha beat the entire tag team division. So what it does <laughs> is just, like, completely just buries everybody else except Sasha. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But Dana... Kind of already is buried on her own. Oh, and they're not they going to a fair deal. When she was in NXT, it was so funny when she was going up against Asuka because she would just say, Playtime's over, Asuka, and I would lose my shit every week. <laughs> and I, I absolutely did love when she did like the like cartwheel thing towards Nia Jax in the corner, and Nia just palmed her into the ground. <laughs> it was yeah. cool. She's like the she's like the guy on uh, Three Ninjas, the big the big big guy who like. They have to punch in certain spots to hurt him. Uh, is yeah. that a weird gloss reference? No, Sorry. Uh, she's, um, <laughs> she's a Star Fox. Boss. Yes, she's just like. I mean, she's she's the big boss. Like she's unbeatable. The big boss like, man. Yeah. So I mean, I think. I mean, she needs. I think she has so much potential. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, she doesn't eat Al Snow's dog. <laughs> Who said she's the big boss? Sorry. That's true. Um, I think she could she could be really good. They brought her up so early. Okay, I'm gonna go into a tangent. Yeah, you go. So when she first arrived in NXT and was like doing this whole squash match gimmick squash match gimmick and like doing all this shit, I'm like, okay, cool. Build her up and let her stay there for years so she gets good. They need a, somebody like that. They need a monster heel. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody knows other women's wrestling, somebody like Awesome Kong. Yeah. Who was karma for a cup of coffee in WWE. And he's now in on the show Glow as of last week. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. yeah. Which is probably another reason why they made all their main events women's matches. Let's just not get into that. Yeah. Oh. It's part of it. Yeah. It makes sense. That does make sense. Dang. They were being cool. They were trying. Like, cool things happen. It's, it, you can never assume that it's WWE <laughs> trying to do a cool thing unless it's on NXT. Because <sighs> yeah. then it's actually generally a little cool thing. I just got real um, sad. But hey, cool things still did happen. Like, that. Cool things happen as wrestle- Wrestling, especially WWE is just a giant marketing machine. Like, you have to understand that's behind literally everything. Mm-hmm. Awesome Kong was just this great, just giant wrestler that was, like, a monster. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome seeing, like, other wrestlers trying to go and beat her. And so when Nia Jax showed up, I'm like, I hope she's good. And I was pulling for her. I'm like, okay, she's going to get better. She had some okay matches in NXT with Bailey and okay matches with Asuka. But then they brought her up so early. It was way too early. Way too early. And now that she's not training every day, she's not getting better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then her, like, start-stop pushes, like, where they're like, hey, we're going to go with Nia. She's going to be unstoppable for, like, three weeks. And then they're like, never mind. Sasha's going to beat her. Then Bailey's going to beat her. Then she's going to disappear for a month. Yeah. That doesn't help. And, like, she's just not good in the ring. She looks dangerous. Doesn't look believable. She just looks lumbering. And I want to like her, and I understand what she's doing with empowering everybody of all shapes and sizes, being body positive, saying, hey, I may be a little bigger, but you know what? I'm going to go in here and kick some ass, too. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But she's not good. Yeah, she's... And I don't like her. She's and not she's good boring, wrestling. And the only reason she's there is she's ready to the rock. 
<laughs> All right. There it is. So I. I yeah. love her, and I won't be swayed. <laughs> I mean, I respect her a lot. I just want her to be better. I, I want her to like her. So I want much. her to have some fair fights. That's what I want. I wanted to like her so much because yeah. a women's division like. Like just monster heel. You can like somebody like Bailey could benefit so much from that. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's where but I'm coming from. She's just not good. Yeah. Well, I think she's getting like really similar issues that Bailey's gotten, where they're just like writing her wrong. They're booking her so wrong. Like they kind of had those two backwards of each other. Like Bailey shouldn't have had the success she's already had, and like. Nia Jax shouldn't have been beaten by as many people as she has right now. Like, they needed to approach her the exact same way as they did Braun Strowman. Like, and it's working so much better for Braun Strowman. Like, he's getting better in the ring, too, like, at a much more accelerated rate than her. Mm -hmm. But he's also gotten to work a lot more than her. Yeah, as well as they've just always pushed forward with him. Yeah. yeah. They, Nia, they have not. pull and go in and Yeah, out. they don't, yeah. like... Like, Naya, I love the idea of Naya, and, like, I really, and I generally just like Naya, like, on um, whatever ride along. Yeah. She seemed like a, such a nice person. Yeah. She seemed, she was funny, she was charming. Yeah. Just, In like, the ring, she's you irritating. Want, you want to, in, like, like her and be a fan, but she is just bad. Yeah, like, she, I, she's a great wrestler. She's not like <laughs> most girls, and she has shifty eyes, and get it! <laughs> I I think that she's like she has some moves that when she pulls them off I think are starting to look polished but it's like one move at a time like I think her Samoan drop that she uses it looks like powerful she almost and really killed good. Charlotte once with a shoulder breaker that was really bad that was really but then bad. also Charlotte almost killed her with a moonsault yeah within the same like week or two within that the was same a, like, match and that was like a month ago like that was it in the same match yeah that doesn't that felt like a long time ago I just realized that was in April. Yeah, that was not that long ago. But, um, yeah, like, I think she's slowly getting better, but it's not. They need they need to give her more work that actually helps her improve, and I don't know what I, they need to I do. I would agree with that. I feel bad that they keep making Emma look like a chump. They, I, they, because she had, wasn't, she was in NXT. She did the she arrival. She was so good in NXT. Yeah. And then they keep, they were teasing, like, bringing her up in the, WWE on was it SmackDown didn't like her so they moved her back to NXT. She reworked got her to like a heel. Tino, and that was bad. And then she moved back down, became like a heel, and it was cool again. And then they tried to make like a a sexy thing of her that they just never even brought to the They brought it there. They're like, she's finally here. And then it's like, just kidding, I'm Emma again. <laughs> Bye. have been waiting so long. So long. And then the two matches she's been in, she just gets whooped real she's fast. She's really good, though. It sucks. Yeah. She's not getting that So that's the thing that bummed me out the most about the Nia Jax thing was I think they could have done a cool thing, at least making Emma look pretty cool if they were actually intending to make her yeah, more I of think a superstar. That, I yeah. think I like that Nia, like, squashed... I like that. I honestly like that Nia squashed Bailey because Bailey needs to just hit the reset button a little bit. Like she needs to be oh, on the ground yeah. floor and she then be an underdog yeah. for the first time on the main roster since she never was. And even though that's her character, like she needs Bailey to, heel turn. Like, but you think Bailey Sasha is that a thing? That needs to be. A that thing. needs to be a thing. Because that was in NXT. Is set it on fire. That was really so great. Good. It needs to be a thing. They need to get rebuild Bailey a bit. Like she got booed for the first time that I ever remember on Damn. Monday Night Raw this week. Like she got audibly booed, and then like there's like people they, in they the arena said it was really into bad. The ground. Yeah. Like, why would you cheer her? She looked like such a geek at Extreme Rules. Yeah, hey, I got this. Stick. Oh, that's another term. Geek? Yeah, explain to geek. Like a nerd. Like, nerd. Like, job like, you. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like going to this. Yeah, like what everyone called you in high school and stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nerd. yeah. That's what my mom called me all the time. I didn't go to high school. Oh, is that why you want to kiss her? <laughs> your old high school sweetheart. Because of all the negging your mom did to you? <laughs> mom negged you. Everything makes so much more sense now. <laughs> God. <laughs> Did your mom read, like, pickup artist books? <laughs> no, but me and Brian watched that show a lot and then realized it was all bullshit because we grew up. Um, <laughs> was that last what? week? Sasha. <laughs> that was, like, six, eight years Weeks ago. Weeks ago. Okay. Sasha looked great, won the match, is going 
to. I will. I will say it was really funny how many times they tossed Sasha out for Naya to like breathe. She, she worked. Yeah. She worked really hard. She did. It was like a she, half hour match. Yeah. It was like over thirty minutes. She worked so hard, yeah. and they're like, guys, we gotta get her some air. Yeah. Toss her out. Yeah. Um, that was cool. The women's money in the bank on SmackDown. The replay of it, like the redo of it, was really cool. Should have just I done thought, that the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It was looked exactly how they should have done it the first yeah. time. Yeah. Out. So I have some things to say about that. Um, Tamina should fight Nia Jax. Um, so, Tamina sucks too. <laughs> Yeah, that but, was, but that, she's that better than Nia Jax. But she did some oh, cool shit. Could die, dude. Like when when Tamina, oh. like when <laughs> Becky Lynch was climbing up the ladder and Charlotte and Tamina were holding it. That like, was cool. Holding it that, in the like, air. Just, yeah, that was really was, that was um, really good. When um, I mean, I just one of my notes is then she just throws the ladder at people. <laughs> Becky Lynch fucking flipped me the fuck out. Because she's straight fire. Um, and then like. When Charlotte put the ladder across t- Tamina's face, and then when Tamina just did a push up, yeah, and pushed the whole thing over. over. That was sick. That was cool. That was sick. You cannot say that that was not sick. No, you can't. She can push <laughs> a good ladder. No, that was just, I mean, I don't know if it was sick. I, mean, I think maybe, she wrestles. Maybe has like a common cold, but can still make it to work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Like there are some really really good spots in it. Like I like what I like what Tamina does. Like in situations like that where it's like she's being physically like dominant and imposing. Yeah, I will say she's also been very start-stopped and she's been signed for like years. Yeah. Like 10 years. Damn. Yeah, like I forgot she existed. But she also until. just recently came back and hasn't been working that much trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and even when Ginger won the titles like let's see where they go with this. But sometimes it's so hard. Yeah. I just Losing think that steam. yeah, they Losing just can't steam. let her big steam. like big steam. do that top rope splash move like <laughs> for so many reasons. Like yeah, they because it's a reference to like a murderer, a murderer who's her yeah. dad, also right? her father, um, and it also just looks so. Bobby. So bad, it's just like falling off the top rope. At it's like no, it's a little kid jump off a couch. I don't know if you guys ever like wrestled when you're a little kid. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. And you jump off the couch and her like, like yeah. it's like a little like scared like. Yeah, like <laughs> and her knee like she leads with her knees, which means she's going to knee someone in the head yeah. like eventually doing it. Like she's not falling on her onto her stomach onto someone. She's falling <laughs> knee first and then like landing on. She's that, trying so. to box out and like be safe. But yeah, so but bad. she's gonna knee someone in the head and it looks bad and she's gonna hurt someone. Yeah, well, it seems the RVD <laughs> go for it. Yeah, one of those. So with this match, Becky Lynch fucking impressed me so much. I, I love Becky. Lynch. So I just, I mean, I don't know. I didn't pay attention. You trained me not to pay attention when women came on on from back in the day. Okay. The, now it's getting so much not, better. Let's not like just make me seem like an asshole. Okay, <laughs> it was all Brady. Sorry. Um, the, the Divas division back yeah. then was yeah, legitimately made as a bathroom break or yeah. um, look at these fine women yeah, exactly. around it was like no a clothing show kind of a thing yeah so I'm slowly like realizing how good they are like just by paying attention like Charlotte and Becky Lynch are might be two of my favorite wrestlers in general absolutely like, like they're, they do some insane shit Becky's exploder suplex is as good as anyone's like the Beck exploder the Backsploder, yes. Like, especially in that match, the way she did to everyone, like, just over and over, and it looked, like, brutal and fun. Becky Lynch is great. She's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Straight fire. Um, I was mad when Ellsworth showed up. I literally had I knew to, I thought he was banned from the arena. No, I knew he was going to show up. I and knew when he too, started climbing the ladder, I was like, don't do too. it again. And then the, he got racked on the ropes, yeah, and that was funny. I cause love he got, how she, she heard it. But for me, it was like that little bit of like a satisfying moment was not worth ruining a legitimate historic moment. I really think yeah. that Becky Lynch should have like picked him up, powerbombed him through both announce she, tables in a row. Yeah. And like made it over the top but that's really just what should have happened the first time if, that would, if this all would have happened the first the first match all we'd be talking about was like that was a cool spot yeah mm. good idea yeah got Carmel a lot of heat got yeah. the same heat on Ellsworth too because he yeah, was trying to fuck up the be, first one everything's had my heat he's had heat I, from me I, I, get, yeah. on. I think and I think what this 
also does is actually makes Daniel Bryan look worse because he banned him from the arena and then it didn't matter. Like, he's how, a little worm. He can sneak through security. Yeah, but still, like, that's not he, what Daniel he didn't respond. Like, he didn't respond to it at all when he had been. He does like, look like Earthworm Jim, huh? <laughs> Maybe yeah, yeah, look at that face. Like, Maybe this week shit, on, on SmackDown, we'll get the old Daniel Bryan versus. Uh, uh, all I'm gonna say is <laughs> talking smack with Daniel Bryan's always great because he is such a shady asshole. Yeah, he throws shade <laughs> like crazy. And plus, Kevin Owens has been on it a bunch recently, which makes it really good. He spilled water all over the set and ripped up Renee's script last week. And also spilled water on her phone. Yes. Um... Yeah, so then in NXT, goddamn what a match! One of yes. the coolest matches I've ever seen. Nikki Cross, I've never seen her in my life. Me neither. It scared me. Awesome. Formerly known as Nikki Storm is in uh, overseas in Europe. Is it Oscar? Oscar. Oscar. Okay. So, or if you're Dana Burke, it's Asuka. Okay. Here's what I have to say about Nikki Cross. She's fucking creepy. Yeah, she scared me. She looked like in a horror movie she was possessed. That was sick. She's a feisty little devil, isn't she? Um, <laughs> Granny from the Brian and Vinny show said that, and I love that term because it's so funny. And I thought of this, and I wrote it down for you, Isai. Thank you. Nikki has definitely been in a Denny's fight. Fuck it. That's really good. <laughs> she's at 100%. She's super scrappy in the ring. I really like that. She's super scrappy, but then, like, all of her stuff, like, like the moves she does still look good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also and she also takes terrifying bumps. Like, yeah. They don't give a fuck. And Asuka is legitimately one of the best workers in the She's incredible. Movie. I've never yeah, seen her wrestle before. It was yeah. So she. They died, both of them. They are she both, is yeah. undefeated in NXT in like almost two years of being there now. Like Damn. she won the NXT Women's Championship from Bailey at like the weekend of WrestleMania 32. So 15 months ago that oh, she's had shit. the belt, and she didn't lose before that on NXT. Yeah, that just shows that the company has so much faith in yeah, her. Yeah, it's because how can you not? She yeah, has, she's great. So good. But when she even comes out, like when her entrance hits, like. Her whole entrance, the way she carries herself, everything just seems so huge. Yeah. She seems like a star. It's like you see her, it's like, wow, she's on a different level than pretty much almost anybody in NXT and even in WWE. It's like yeah. She comes out and like, you're like, my eyes are glued to her. She's about to yeah. kick yep. some ass. Yep. And, well, actually, she's about to kick somebody's face in. Yeah. yeah. And like... She, like, when she became champion and then there's, like, a bunch of call-ups when they did, like, the draft afterwards, like, the women's division in NXT was, like, pretty drained except for her. But her being so good has pulled up, like, a bunch of women wrestlers in NXT to be Peyton really Royce, this, this. Kay, Amber Moon they're building up. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, I almost called her Nikki Storm. And then, oh, and Ruby Riot and, Ruby like, Riot's so sick. Yeah, she's really sick and, like, oh, God, I can't remember the, like, the bo- the newer um, women wrestler with the uh, the boxing, like, gimmick. Uh, like, her name now is Sonya Deville. Yeah, like, she's solid, too. Like, there's a huge division underneath there now. That and like, then who they've signed. Oh, yeah. the women's term. They just signed uh, somebody who's from New Zealand. Her name was Evie. I don't remember what the name they gave her now. I wonder what evolution she'll take. But she is so good. She was in Shimmer. And she did Stardom in Japan. Uh, Kari Hojo just signed. Um, just And they're going to both be in the women's tournament. I'm so excited for that. And having all these people built up for Asuka who shouldn't lose. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Asuka should just like throw the belt in the trash and go to the main And it roster. should be mentioned like, this specific match was the, the last man, last woman standing match yeah. on NXT. They didn't. They no pins. So no pins. The the person who. They beat the yeah. shit out of each other. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the coolest things I thought uh, when. Uh, uh, Asuka was caught in the skirt of the ring. I thought that was cool. I've never seen that I've never seen before. that either. I thought that was really good. I think good. I've seen Nikki Cross, Cross do that yeah. one other time to someone. Okay. But, like, that's the only time I've seen that. Um, they were working it, to me, they were working really stiff. Yeah, oh, Asuka's like, very stiff. Like, it, like, it seemed like it was one of the most believable. I know, I was like, they're actually, oh, when, uh, who was it? Asuka got, they got thrown against the stairs and just, or was it, maybe it was Nikki Cross that got, that was thrown against the stairs outside the ring and just seriously bounced off. All when, when Nikki did that powerbomb on the chairs yeah. to Asuka yeah. Yeah. Like from the apron. And it was just unreal. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, she's dead. Yeah. yeah. She is dead. And they legitimately were getting up before the, the 10 count. I yeah. was like, yeah. I can't. Like, I don't know. The way Oscar was. But it looked like they 
yeah. barely could. Yeah, Austin like, was getting even, up like a boxer does, yeah. like when they're trying not to get up, and they're like, I think like punch drunk, punch drunk out on their feet. Like she was like trying to put her hands up and when like, Oscar kicked like a boxer. the light, or like, yeah, or like using like their surroundings to prop themselves. Yeah, it was yeah. like a Jackie Chan. Movie. It was like the the storytelling in that match. The the way they worked it, how just much of a star Oscar looks like, and then yeah, I've watched it three times. I watched <laughs> it twice, and how much like how that even though she took the loss in a last woman standing match, she came off better than she did was Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. and that's something that's super cool when you do wrestling right. Um, this is how Paul Heyman talked about always wanting to book ECW is somebody gets put over and somebody gets over. Even though she lost, Nikki Cross is elevated. She's yeah. fucking. She's great. She because that's like, the closest someone's come to like making Oscar lose that belt, really. Mm-hmm. Like, and because Oscar is unstoppable in that division, like that makes Nikki Cross look amazing. And like, how, what Oscar had to do to put Nikki Cross down, yeah, like a su- suplex off the top of a ladder through the announce table yep. that they hadn't cleared Mama off. Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was insane. Yeah, they didn't clear off the announce table like they normally and do. And it when took, they uh, what, uh, it what's his, the, uh, the new guy? Morrow. Yeah, it took him like, a few minutes to get back to his headset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stopped announcing yeah, yeah. yeah. that. I loved that there was no commentary for it, too. Yeah, it just so their it, table like, got smooshed. Yeah, then they just had to run away. Like... Um, I don't usually pay attention to the moves that they do or like the names of them, but that swinging fisherman's neck break. I don't pay attention to moves. Normally, but that swinging fisherman's neck breaker. They didn't keep saying it over and over. I but. wrote it down because like this is the coolest move I've ever seen in my entire life. I just love that like it was like, like a suplex or a body slam. I don't pay attention to moves, but the swinging fisherman's neck breaker or like the fucking emerald flows in into a burning hand. It's like Jesus, man. You're just like oh, no, I normally I normally just like I'm like oh that's their move, and then like but this one the it's just, it's cool name too yeah Singing fisherman's neck break because they hook the leg it was so dope i love that match mm-hmm. i love naked cross i love oscar best match of the week uh, as far as those main events go oh, I, I, also I, I nxt is like the like yeah it, like it's that might make hot me, again that might make me a watcher of nxt I'm oh trying, you should i'm, I'm, I'm saying this week for that roger strong match well. i would say if you're only going to watch all of one show watch nxt and then watch the highlights of the other two it's on an YouTube. hour long that's what i do but it's like they're they're getting enough guys with, like that are really good and a lot of girls that are really good that it's becoming hot again a few years ago when they had finn balor and they had kevin owens and Sami Zayn, um hideo tommy like um, Tyler Breeze, they had the tag division, um, you know, American Alpha, the revival. Um, it was just a really good time, and like NXT was like on this just giant, just huge, just like um, ascension for lack of better. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they did, they plateaued, and they did when they had the the draft, and Finn Balor needed to get out of there. Shinsuke Nakamura should have had the one match with. Sami Zayn won the title and left. Samoa Joe, luckily, is gone um, because he needs to be on Raw. These guys need to be on big shows. Mm-hmm. But they're starting to get rolling with all these, with this new crop of people. I mean, DIY, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. I love those two wrestlers. Um, Authors of Pain are getting better, even though they almost kill people. Authors of Pain sounds like a 90s rap group. It does. Yeah. It's House of Pain. Okay, that's why. What's okay. their gimmick? Okay, What's the, I got it. Yeah, Authors of jump, Pain. Jump, jump. Um, <laughs> But um, even heavy machinery, which are just two guys, oh my god, two I random love guys, and now they're just these just big, funny, big boys, big, just big, big boys, these big, just big beer drinking hosses. Yeah. They their entrance music is basically just the sound of John Deere tractors. Right? Hell yeah, but like just rock music behind it. So they're just like real country boys. Their, their catchphrase is steaks and weights. Oh my! They god. said they're gonna go up to the buffet line and drink a couple carb sodas. Which means a few a few beer skis. Damn, I like them. Oh yeah, adding skis also things wrestlers skis. Do. Yeah, skis. Back to terminology. Back back to back to back, back to, ski to genuine boys. ski boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also like the Roderick Strong, like the whole build up with him, the Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode in general. Yeah, Adam he's Tommy, like Cassie that's a good Sono, name. Bobby Roode. Only Lorkin is such a great worker too. Worst name ever. Lorkin. Worst name. We'll get into that in a future episode of name changes and stuff, but his name is Oni fucking Lorkin. Yeah. And his song is like I heard bro him once. 
<laughs> I, they really need to just have like the worst name ever match in NXT of Oni Lorcan versus Cassius Ono. I don't mind Cassius Ono. I really, I really but I, I, I watched NXT when it first started when he was still there, and I used to watch a lot of the FCW clips online because um, I really was a fan of Chris Hero. So I, I'm used to Cassius. The fact that his name is Chris Hero, otherwise, and then he, now he's Cassius Ono. Chris Hero yeah. was a fucking villain. Chris Hero is. Chris Hero was a villain. Chris Hero is nothing to fuck with. God. Now Cassius Ono ain't nothing to, to mess, mess with. with. <laughs> um. Also, think- shout out, shout out Brady, who just sent me a picture and a video from Defy Wrestling in Seattle, Northwest Wrestling. Is doing some big things, guys. Nice. Just nice. Nice. make it a little local. Yeah, there is one in Hermiston. Yeah, PCW. Shout out Will. He's a buddy that I know from a wrestling group. Yeah. And We went to one. It was fun to watch. He's running good shows out in Hermiston, Oregon. So just check out local wrestling. Yeah. yeah we've Go got here. Wrestle Club I here talked, in town. I, just, I right. talked to our current Wrestle Club champion today nice. about possibly coming onto our show. And he said he was down. Okay. Cool. Who, who's that? Logan? Logan. Lo- just the name's Logan? Well, well Marcus oh, King. Marcus Anderson. King. Oh, sorry. Anderson. Oh, fuck. I thought he just broke the kayfabe so hard on him. his name was just Logan. That'd be really good. He was just a He just, just had some claws coming out from Horsey, Idaho. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> no, Marcus King Anderson. The rated R Superstar. He's awesome. Yeah, uh, a lot of their videos are online of the Wrestle Club matches. Yeah, check out local wrestling. Check out independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. Check out any wrestling. Wrestling rocks. Yeah. Wrestling. If rocks. there's something that you don't, if you don't get it in like mainstream wrestling, believe me, it's there in independent wrestling. Yep. The like comic books. Check out Chikara. Okay, I'll check out. Do Chikara. you want to see a dick suplex? Check out Joey Ryan. Check out Joey Ryan. <laughs> Joey Ryan's awesome. I love Joey Ryan. If you like video I games, see check out suplex. New Day and uh, yeah, Kenny Omega. Omega. I was just thinking earlier today, I don't know why, but what if Kenny Omega was Kenny Yomega and he was a yo-yo man instead of a video game man? (laughs) And he just came out with double yo-yo. Walking the dog down the street. That's a good game. That you know, no DQ oh. matches getting yo-yo to the fuck. You just fucking mess? <laughs> I'm so mad. Instead of the Hadouken, just the yeah. yo-yo. I'm so mad at this whole thing. Guys. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for us here today. Wait, no, we got John Cena's Instagram. I don't know. Did I didn't come pick up? anything. Oh. He's been a little... Okay, John Cena's not been killing it on the Instagram game this it's week. Sorry, the, sorry everyone, John Cena let us down. Yeah, John Cena let you down again. Like always. Nicole? Nicole, Nicole, Nicole you're at, uh, uh, please take off your shoes in the house. That, you know, that's one of my rules. So he says, except no. at dinner, then obviously you wear shoes because it's dinner. Because it's a nice dinner. This is the real thing that happens in the first episode of Total. Hell yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I want also, to, I'm Kenny King got eliminated from the Bachelorette this week, everyone, and that's just a shame. Next week on Genuine Wrestle Boys, gonna talk about how mad I am about Kenny King, <laughs> Ring of Honor wrestler, getting eliminated from. <laughs> The Bachelorette, except that is because he wants to go home and hang out with his daughter more. So that's actually pretty mm-hmm. good. He has Ring of Honor dates to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out Tough Enough contestant Kenny King. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said three times, that's it for us. Um, that was like really passive. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just trying to finish, guys. <laughs> go to mom. And now I'm for the fourth time. I'm supposed to be in time. control of the show and they get interrupted a lot because I let it happen because I like it. Um, what are your guys' plugs? Yeah. <laughs> Plug some stuff. Uh, 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 I, I'm Stamps.com. <laughs> Audible.com. I'm in a band, Red Hands, Black Feet. That's really fun. You should look us up. You're also in another band. Call Urban Outfielders. They like baseball, rock and roll, which I know you do. <laughs> then look that up also. Uh, I'm just going to plug us this week. Just follow Genuine Wrestle Boys on everything. Well, Genuine Wrestle Boys on Instagram and Russell Boys Cast on Twitter because that's me. I run those. So yeah, just just <laughs> social do those. media manager. You'll find happens. yeah, you'll find me through all their on social media manager slash uh, loser to the drifter Zach Evans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I ain't got no plugs. A plug is a guy that don't get no love from me. A plug is God. also a guy who sells drugs. <laughs> God. Um, follow God. just follow my personal stuff uh, at Duckshirt on everything. Um, also, shout out to me. 
Shout out Isai. Shout out Isai. Thank you, Isai, for Isai. Shout out the skier at the uh, car event that I met Bill Goldberg at. And shout out Peekaboo Street, just because she's local. Also, shout out Brady, uh, HinaWrestling.com for his blog. I actually am the one who purchased that domain name (laughs) for him. Brady, you owe me a dollar. Yeah, and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another app. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says, It takes strength to be gentle and kind. Yeah, kiss your mom. Bye. Bye.